Hey everyone, it's uh, it's been a long time since we, you know, since we talked like this. I've not been usually doing a lot of podcasts or anything because I just frankly did not have the time. There's a lot of things with uh, media production houses, a lot of things with uh, private projects, a lot of things with just a lot of uh, building my own stuff as well. And there's just so much stuff happening at one time that I, I feel that the amount of hours I have in a the day, there's just not enough. But hey, I got some time today. So I actually wanted to talk about something that I'm actually going through. And that's basically the topic that I want to be discussing. And I'm actually going to be breaking this down into like these sub episodes. So the title of the episode, this one is uh, what are the challenges of a ultra low budget short film and i mean i mean ultra is because uh it the the thing with indie films is they're always on a tight budget but even indie films have certain scales so i'm talking about the lowest of the low scale i'm talking about when everything you do you're you're thinking about how much money you're putting in because your main aim is to actually try and do this without as much money as possible, which frankly, I'm pretty sure you must be thinking it's impossible, and especially filmmaking. And I would tell you that it kind of is, and yet there is some kind of silver lining behind uh, behind what I'm going to say. So my first uh, topic actually is um, that among all this, the first thing that you need to find in order to actually even think of doing uh, a, a short film with this kind of a very ultra low budget is find collaborators as crazy as you. And crazy is the right word because if you try and talk about what you're trying to do with the amount of budget you have and whatever idea it is, if you're going to be talking with someone who specifically thinks very logically compares time to value of money and and is the one that is going to be counting their hours with you and who has nothing to do with how much they like or not like the project, all they care about is that rate per day, then you're talking to the wrong people for, for what you're trying to do. Um, you need someone who's going to own your film like it's theirs as well that they will value their name on it and they would want to go through that uh, pressure of uh, doing this with without any um, financial compensation and so yeah you need a crazy person to be thinking of doing something like that with you and you just you just have to find them because they they do exist um, I've, uh, particularly, I'm going to be referring to my process of my latest short film I'm doing, which is called Porphyria. And, uh, it is specifically a short film that is being made on a very ultra low budget. Um, and like many of my films, but the thing with many of my other films were that they were a lot easier to do in terms of technical requirements. And this one requires a lot more people, a lot more pre-production, a lot more planning. And in my head, it, it, it feels like it's, it's, it's something that uh, you just need a lot of crazy people around you to, to be able to do that. So, 
yes, they are. They do exist. They are there. Uh, you just need to be crazy enough to have the patience and have the perseverance to find them. And once you do, uh, please hold on to them. But at the same time, um, be very clear about what they're getting out of working with you. And is it what they want? Be very clear with what you're giving to them. Do not overpromise. Do not overcompensate. Uh, be very, very straight to the point that this is what it is. This is the situation. Be very realistic because you don't want anyone to have crazy expectations and be disappointed after. And then they remind you that they did not get financially compensated. So that's a, to avoid all of that hassle and frustration. Um, the best thing is to just find like-minded people. And yeah, that is my first and, and headliner advice. More coming up. So segueing into my second advice, which is, again, all of them are important, but there are some things that you might uh, think that, oh, I, I thought I would not have to do that with a team or I would not have to do that when there's a lot of people there to handle it. But that's why this advice is here for um, to tell you that actually you're going to be doing most of the hard work in terms of not only doing it yourself, but um, constantly reminding people and going after them to make sure they do theirs as well. And what you're going to do is actually going to be the bulk of um, the hard work. And that's going to be the one that's going to be the most complex. It's going to be the most lengthy even. And I'm talking about, for example, in this film, um, Perferia that I'm developing, um, there is um, there was a requirement to do kind of like a storyboard uh, via photos. And so we needed to do some experimental lights and some uh, we needed, you know, one of our crew members, um, two to three of them uh, did, you know, stand-ins. There were there's these test actors <laughs> to just fill up uh, the storyboard. And also I had the main actor luckily at that time and I had a I had a meeting room location that I just shifted things here and there to kind of mimic a location that was similar to what we were going to face in the location in the actual location. So what we did was uh, I was lucky enough to have those people there but I knew that I had to take the initiative to do it myself, which was to take the photos myself, um, use a an app called Cardrage, which uh, helps you to take photos, organize them into a shot list, it generates automatically. And so I needed to be very comfortable to use that app. I needed to make sure that it, because of that storyboard, uh, process is so important I have to make sure I have someone who can give me um, enough time to get that done and not everyone will give you that and you just have to know who are those people who will give you you just need to know who are those people that are going to um, be invested in the process and it's just this is just one example there are so many more examples there's a uh, 
you know i wanted to create uh, certain like i needed to gather documents templates that the crew heads could use to fill up like props lists and uh, and uh, to know what a what a shot list was or to be able to see um, you know if I wanted to sign with an actor so I needed to make sure I had the right template for the crew agreements uh, sorry for the cast agreements and so these are certain things that you just have to do yourself you cannot depend on others um, they will definitely make it easy after you've done your part which is the majority one and then they will make it easy to just help you get it to the right person or help you to um, just uh, follow up slightly to get it done. But, well, the majority of that process is up to you and you just have to be willing to just jump in and for even if you're a director, just jump in and maybe help out with the lights, maybe help out with, with cables, wires, maybe help out with the camera. Like there's going to be a lot of these instances in pre-production uh, but in production as well like my last film life inside really um pushed me to the edge to kind of do a lot of things at one point myself completely because everyone has a limitation when they think they might not be compensated and even if they they tell you they're fine with it they'll eventually gonna have a limit because um everyone has limitations and uh, some people reach those limitations fast. Some people have a higher bar. And so it's just, it's totally fine. It is totally fine to, to, to be totally cool with that when you face it and just jump in and get it done. Because, hey, it is your film. This one was a bit of a tough one to learn for me. And I think throughout my my experience in this field and in generally in life i think it helps that you just got to be easy with deadlines you know if they take their time and there's no there's no there's nothing in life really that that uh that stays as per schedule life if it were on a schedule it would be so much more easier to handle it every hour would be would be helping you to move forward but it doesn't there's a lot of drag uh, gaps and a lot of these wasted times that you will feel throughout the day every day and so when you put a deadline on paper know from the very second you put it on paper that it will change and so you need to be smart enough when you put on deadlines for people for certain responsibilities and tasks, you need to know that there needs to be a certain buffer. There needs to be a certain um, comfort uh, gap in which you are willing to uh, be patient with delays. Do not uh, put in a deadline exactly when you need it. Um, put it a few days before you actually want it. So... When that deadline gets crossed for you, you're not scrambling for more time. You're not um, suffering uh, because now you have to adjust everything and kind of like be just go through the whole frustration of being late. So the best thing to do is just uh, 
be expecting of delays and based on that you now because you know you're going to be facing delays the best thing to do is just always have that gap that buffer zone before your actual deadline and so yeah just uh, pick your deadline actually a few days before the actual deadline that is trust me an advice that is going to help you not only in this field but in every field and in just life in general that just calms you down it just gives you this this uh this feeling that you know it it doesn't hurt you're not affected by it and you're just uh, you're just okay now this one is for all the creatives everyone who thinks they have a certain sense of creative integrity that they have to withhold in every project trust me if you do that you're setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment and a lot of a lot of heartache in every project that you will ever do you just have to be easy with with changes and sometimes even compromise at some points in your project especially when it's a very low budget when you don't have the the resources to just do anything you want you have to think about your limitations and you have to think about how big your your resource circle is in order to uh, do what you want that you've put onto that screenplay your story your your um, ideas all of that keep in mind that either you get a big enough budget to finance all those ideas you want to do or just uh, or just be totally fine with the fact that whatever your limitations are your ideas and your creativity actually is going to be thinking out of the box and is going to be thinking in a way that fits into that circle and in my head right now it's it's my perspective is it's actually a good thing when you're thinking in limitation is usually when most of at, at least my creative idea sparked uh, the most unique ones at least and uh, I'm, I'm just been again a lot more I guess less less defensive and a lot more accepting of the fact that whatever you put onto that paper on day one when you're writing your story and your story is complete you just have to have to be totally fine with the process of when you get to your edit that th things here and there are going to change and that's completely fine. That's organic. That is natural. That is, again, that's how life is. It changes every day. You plan something, but then it, organically it will manifest into something actually maybe better than what you thought. And I know sometimes it might not be as good. But um, most of the time that I've seen when people, especially creatives, when they're they're accepting of change, but at the same time, they are very, very, very clear about their vision. That is when when you, you know which change benefits your process and your story and which change does not. And that is a very good place to be. So, yeah, as long as you have a clear vision, being open to change and even sometimes compromise, as long as, you know, it's pushing your film forward and it's helping you get to that point you just have to be fine with a little bit of here and there to just you know get that film made
time. Yes, a very universal concept that everyone is is experiencing since the day they were born till the day they die. And time is many call time is money. So yes, time is very important, especially in film, because it feels like you don't ever have enough time. And so to kind of be okay with time, to have a friendship with time, especially filmmakers in a low budget, what they need to kind of think about is you're not going to have as much time as you want, but you just might have enough time that you need. And there's a difference between a need and a want. A want most probably never has any kind of limitation. You can want whatever uh, your heart desires, but need is something that does have a certain capacity, a certain limitation, because anything more than that, you know, you don't really need it. So time can can be very much categorized in that same perspective. See your resources, see your number of people, see the the screenplay and the story and how many days uh, with your first AD that you're going to sit down. And uh, sometimes you might not even have a first AD. You're going to be thinking about this yourself. And be very cautious about the fact that when you give too less time to something, uh, way less than it needs, then you are setting yourself up for a rushed film for a rushed end result and usually that's going to result in a lot more of uh, of what I call is regret because you're going to be thinking of hundreds of ways that it could have been better only if you would have given the time that it needed and sometimes if you give it too much time then um, your pocket starts screaming for more resources and the people start screaming for more resources and there's there's a lot of other moving parts uh, in this huge machine we call film and so you just got to be aware of are you willing to if you're gonna want more time are you willing to increase your capacity of resources to accommodate it? So that's also an extreme. So in my head, the best advice I can give you when it is when it comes to time is it definitely give the film the time it needs. Know that need. Know that, that point at which you can say this is not a want, and this is as much as it is needed and not below it. And that way, I think all you have to do is for that, to, to judge what that, that point is, uh, communicate. Communicate with your, with your team. Communicate and listen to their opinions about it. Listen to every person and every member in your team about what do they think is based on your resources based on your story based on the limitations of maybe location of maybe finances of equipment of rentals of anything how much time would you really take to complete this film that everyone can feel that they've given it the time it needed without regret and that's where communication is key to figure this one out
with your team members. So why not do that? <laughs> yes, this particular heading is so true. And trust me, in my perspective, there's a lot of things that can go wrong and you just have to be fine with it. Do not panic. Do not press the nuclear button on this one. Because guess what? Things are bound to go wrong. And if you expect that everything's going to go perfect and smooth because your planning is so amazing and you've figured everything out and you have amazing people that are going to do their 100% every time you tell them to, come on. It, that's not realistic thinking. That's, in my perspective at least, never happened. And I expect it to never happen. And so that gives me an upper edge when it comes to not making any panicked or crazy emotional decisions because I'm still in a logical mind state. Um, and in a logical mind state, you are thinking based on the data, based on uh, a lot of opinions, a lot of perspectives, and you are not um, thinking that you are on a timer of some kind. And trust me, you're not. And you can not think that there is a timer because every time you do, you're just going to be fighting uh, to get something done right away because you think that you're out of time. You're not. Anything can go wrong and you just have to train yourself to just sit down, take a deep breath and talk with your team. But at the same time, you as a director, if you're in, a, in that position, especially in, a, in such a low budget film, all you have to do is just even if that decision pains you to, to do, uh, to, to go forth with, you just have to make it if it's going to benefit the film. And if it does, then be the better person and make that decision. And if anything does go wrong, please, the best thing you can do is calm down again, take a deep breath, communicate with your team, and then figure out a way to adapt. Adapt is the big word here. And once you know how to adapt, how to go around it rather than go through it, um, Trust me, it makes things so much more easier. The last time I remember um, we had in Life Inside and many other films I've faced, um, either something went wrong, like the actors were not suddenly, they were not available last minute. Right now in Porphyria, if I tell you, we were going through rehearsals for um, the film with the actors and everything. And, and at the same day, I knew about that the actress was not available in our shoot dates and we had booked the location before and we have we had paid for the location and that was a situation and I was so adamant to to work with that actress because of how amazingly she fit in the whole um, story and how that chemistry was with uh, with her supporting actor it was it was something of a, I felt that if I had gotten another actress just because I thought I did not have time and, uh, you know, we're already booked and everything's ready and, um, oh, I mean, we just have to get any actress now because we're out of time and all. I would have regretted that, hey, even if I had finished the film, I would have somehow regretted always that what if I had waited? 
what if i had delayed the shoot what if i had gotten that person what if i had given more time to maybe fine tune something more would have i had a better result and that's where that regret sets in and you think that oh it just could have been a lot better that's not a feeling any creative wants to ever go through so yeah um if it goes wrong make a decision get around it and so right now per perfiria i delayed the film um till at least uh, a month later and it's i feel like i thought maybe it definitely was a painful decision and i even thought that maybe i'm making a wrong decision but now that a few days have passed i feel that that decision was totally correct and uh, i guess you just have to be fine with it and so we have reached the last part of this whole conversation and so after all of this discussion you might be thinking then why should i make a film on a low budget at all i will make a film whenever i'll have the money for it and so my answer to that is do you really know about the future do you really know when and how you will get enough money that you think you're going to be making a a great film just because you have that much i think no one knows about the future and i'm pretty sure <laughs> the pandemic has has cleared that about in in all of us in a very global in a very global scale that um you know you don't know about the future and so what you are in the present is truly what matters and if you're not a person who has that much resources to say oh you know like i want to make a huge film and this and that everyone starts small remember that everyone has small steps everyone starts with a constraint but it's those people who work around those constraints and work around those limitations in my head are are the are the actual creatives they're the ones who are saying to themselves that we don't know about the future we only know about the present and in the present i want to make a film and the moment you decide you want to make a film and that it is something that you just have to do now and you stick to it and you pour your heart your brain and your soul all three of those elements into it trust me you will end up making a film in whatever situation you're in in whatever resources you're in and and the universe will help you find those crazy people like you to do that because trust me the world is a pretty big place and there's always going to be ways to do something in some way big or small and that i think is why you will eventually whoever's listening today or tomorrow or who knows when is eventually going to be making a film no matter what situation they're in and i think that's what i love about the people in this field the people that we call filmmakers i think they're just crazy enough to to do it uh without really thinking of oh you know when i'll get to that point then i'll do that i think 
that's that's the kind of thinking we in our circle don't have and uh, and I'm proud of that no matter how hard it gets I'm proud of the fact that it's a it's a type of thinking that actually perseveres and so yes this is the end um, of my very out out of uh, without any sort of planning podcast and i hope whoever was listening enjoyed it and yeah i mean again stay creative stay healthy and uh, hope we get to talk again like this totally unplanned totally no schedule type thing Uh, until then take care